You're listening to the All The Things Podcast with Natalie and Aaron. Welcome back to All The Things with Natalie and Aaron, and it has been a hot minute, or actually, should I say it's been a cold minute? It really has. In the Midwest. Welcome to the winter of Midwest. It's the never-ending... I always laugh when I see the memes that are like, well, we're almost through January, only 743 days long. Seriously, it's what it felt like. It did. Yeah. And now we're in February, the month of love. Aww. I love you, Natalie. I love you as well. Okay, but I'm not going to talk about this entire podcast is not about how much I love you. No, I mean, we could, I think we could easily fill a podcast or two or a whole year. But today yeah, is out. It's a tribute and a yes. shout out to the one mm-hmm. that I love. And the one that I love. Yeah. Luckily, not the same, not the same guy. <laughs> I mean, in some states. But not this one. But not this one. <laughs> we jokingly refer to ourselves as sister wives, but yeah. no, not not in that way. Right. Only in terms of helping raise our children and provide meals on sick weeks. Absolutely. Yes. Which Indeed. we just came off of one. Uh, and I'm still living in it. I know. But it's not sick. <laughs> it's just it's unexpected. Just, it's just unexpected. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So February is love month, but for us, February is a little bit more special because this is the month we cheesily got engaged on Valentine's Day. Isn't that funny? Did you know that? I mean, I thought you were going to say this is a special month because it's my birth month. Well, that's enough said. Like, I nobody... Well, it just wasn't mentioned, okay. so I didn't know that people assumed it, but it's you important know, to know. Plan ahead for next year, people. Uh-huh. Okay. I expect flowers and all kinds of gifts at my front door. <laughs> She's not kidding. Um, no, yeah. So it was the month that we got engaged and we got, we had kind of been talking about getting engaged and then it just like, I thought for sure he ended up having, this is the cutest. So we were young and in love and we wanted to get engaged so much that he ended up having $12 in his bank account after he bought my ring. Oh my God. Isn't that cute? We lived on love. <laughs> <laughs> lived on love and $12. And $12. I was like, no Arby's for us for like Arby's. A good, <laughs> I don't know. He really likes Rosie. Because that's the- because <laughs> that's the classy, you know, like if you would have said, I only have $12, I'm thinking Arby's is the place you're going to eat. Sure. Sure. But you eliminated it. Like that was high class. And now right, yeah. you can only do McDonald's, the dollar menu, 90, 99 <laughs> excuse me. Do you have a dollar menu? Um, I'm sorry. This is Arby's, right. not McDonald's. Yeah. So you're talking about, uh, Arby's being high class yeah. and McDonald's not so much in it reminded me of a day when Tyler and I were just getting or just married young loves. Yeah. And, um, we were cash people, but we had credit, you know, a credit card. And I remember like at one point we were like, let's go out to eat. Like, let's just, uh, and not sit down, but like just go and pick something up, you know, which who didn't? In their young married lives. Oh, I, just the idea of... It felt like playing house. You're yeah. like, what else are we going to do? We can do this. Yeah. So, um, against my better judgment... <laughs> what? Where'd I leaned into a suggestion by... I believe it was Tyler. So, this is not a bash, babe. I love you so much. But I'm pretty sure that he it was his idea because I cannot imagine these words ever coming out of my mouth that he wanted to go to rallies. 
<laughs> I can tell you for Wait, a fact. Rally's is the one that's still around, right? Yeah, like the okay. tiny little drive through. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. You look at the person that's taking your money and making your burger and you're thinking, oh, there's no way he washed his hands. Right. Okay. Yet people eat there. So I know somebody who loves their fries, like talks about Rally's fries. I don't know. I cannot even begin to imagine the last time I've been to a Rally's. But anyway, yeah, I've continue. been there twice in my life. Once with my parents. <laughs> and this time and then that this you're time. about to tell me about. Okay. And so we get through the drive through and I think it, yeah, it was just in my mind. I was like, this is going to be fine. It's going to be a great burger. <laughs> so we get through and we get up to pay and we hand a credit card to them. Okay. And the person looks at us and goes, we don't take credit card here. We think this is the Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like and the epitome of class. I Red died. <laughs> like, oh, oh, my mistake. Sorry, we're only used to Red Lobsters. <laughs> and, and, also, of- and also, by the way, do you have any gray poupons? <laughs> yes. So we didn't have money. So we didn't get any. Oh. <laughs> You know it's bad when you can't even afford to eat at rallies. <laughs> or you can only afford to eat at Red Lobster. One of the two, I'm not sure which, but we were in that world. Oh my word. So whatever rallies, you're never gonna have our business. It probably saved my life, frankly. Probably. Who knows what was in that? Hamburger. Or maybe we're missing out because maybe the fries are like unbelievable. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not willing to take that chance. So we'll just take your word for it. Thanks. Okay. Well, and when you were saying that, I was thinking rallies. Is that the other? Do you remember? I think it was just local, but the one that had olive burgers. No. You never mind. what? Never mind. Just we'll fast forward. They were the best things on earth. Olive burgers. <clears throat> I feel like I remember somebody else referring to this. Yeah. On Facebook. About- olive burgers. <gasps> Okay, explain it to me. I mean, the reality is there's no way on earth that sounds good to me, but I still am curious. I, so it was like, um, I really, I think it was just a, a burger. Maybe it had cheese on it. I don't remember the cheese. Um, mm, we're off to a really good start. A burger <laughs> with no cheese. Sounds delicious. But it had like mayonnaise and like chopped up olives on it. Chopped up green olives. Oh, green. Oh, dear. And it was. We went there. The best, saltiest, yummiest thing ever 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 nothing else like it was just you know it was just i feel like that was a man who made that up in a very desperate situation or a mom who was like oh my kids are never gonna go for a burger i'm out of ketchup i'm out of mustard i don't have any cheese i got some olives though i'm gonna chop (laughs) these mothers up and put them on top and they and their kids and the kids were like sweet i love sodium olive burger was born (laughs) seriously i'm probably i couldn't put any rings on people eat that that, then they walk out and they're like puffed puff daddy (laughs) it was good anyway okay so one of the things that i feel like around super bowl a commercial came out yeah i played it for you just now because Mm -hmm. you're like i don't know i feel like i i knew i needed to see it but yeah i just call it the loretta Mm -hmm. commercial google you did it to us Man, I'm telling you, it prompted for me, like, I really love my husband so much. Mm-hmm. Like one of those moments, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So today we want to be able to just talk about a few of those things that as we look back over our marriage and just understanding who our husbands have been and who they've become, the things that we just appreciate and love about them so much. I feel like this is a perfect 
time to do this. Like I said, we get engaged in February. We are, 2020 is our 20th anniversary. So we made it. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, I mean, and I feel like once we knew that we were kind of wanting to talk about this, it was a really good lesson in gratitude for me because I started to write down, oh, I really like this about him. I really like this about him. And it made me go, I've got a great one. Yeah, for real. If you focus on the things that you love about somebody, it's really hard to see all their faults. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. and it's really easy to see the faults when your focus is on yourself. You know what I mean? What you can get out of it and, you know, what you feel like you're getting ripped off by. But Mm -hmm. if you look at them and you just start to look at them through a lens of, I mean, there are so many things that I've loved and continue to love about you Mm -hmm. and new ways too. It's... Mm -hmm. It's good. It's refreshing. Mm-hmm. And it, what it does is it puts it back. You it, it puts it all back into perspective of oh yeah, this is why I chose him, and this is why I'm still choosing him. Yes, and it was yes. really yeah. And yeah. it makes all the things that like you know irk us about each other like oh those aren't no. There's none of those with Tyler and I. No, no, nothing. Uh-uh. Oh, no. okay. No. All right. Well, you go first. Why don't you start? We'll go back and forth. You want to do that? Yeah. Mine are completely random. So are mine. Okay. So this last year. Mm-hmm. He was determined, without being annoying, to try to find 10,000 ways to say I love you. Okay, that's the cutest. Tell me about this. So he's found every... 10,000? Yep. He's and like, he's like counting? Like, he's like, if I do it... I mean, he's not technically counting, but it's one of those things where it's like, if I just work at it, mm-hmm. I can do this. Okay. So... um Basically, it's come in a variety of ways. Um, He has done things like daily texts throughout the day, Marco Polo's. One day he came home from work over lunch break, and he seemed a little suspicious, but I thought, oh, he's maybe just a little bit off, bad day or something. Leaves. I go into our bedroom and into the bathroom, and he had plastered, and I mean plastered, our rooms with I love you post-its that he had written up. Oh, cute. And and continue to find them. Like, you'll pick up a book and it will be in the, like, front of the book or Aww. behind a picture frame or something. So just, I'm he's sorry, like... But my first thought is, like, we can edit this, but my first thought is, if something were to happen to him... And like, oh, no, no, no. I know. I've thought that. I'm like, and where... Like years later, you're like... I know. I've kept them. I kept them because I'm like... But I mean, like, you find an extra one. No, I can't even... That is like a storybook thing where it's like something happened... Make a movie. ...a hundred years years from now because we're going to die when we're really old. Yes. Um, Where, yes, you find, like, the post-it. I kind of want to cry about that. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Um, But, yeah, so since then, and it's been really cool, like, there have been some moments when you just are like, where where I will be like, man, it's just a little cloudy and overcast and today is just kind of a suck day. And I'll like pull back the curtain and it'll be like on the window or Aww. it will be in just places that I hadn't seen before under a shoe heel or something. So mm-hmm. um, he just was intentional about, uh, we had just talked about the power of words and how things need to be repeated. And I said, someday I'm going to have dementia and I won't even remember that you love me. And he's like, if I say it 10,000 times though, maybe it'll stick. Aww. And so... Yep. This he, is a good idea, Tyler. Thank you for the idea for all the the married people out there. That's a good way to do it. Yes. Or even like you could take it to the extreme of, okay, I love you, but also I love you because right. you have the best laugh. Right. Or, yeah. Totally. super cute. Okay. Well, um, I really, you know, I started my list and I was like, I just honestly feel like we have so many inside jokes. Oh, 
Yes. The idea of not yes. having that one person in my life who gets all the little things. Yes. And it's even like, I don't even realize that it's an inside joke anymore. It's right. just part of my vernacular. Something that, yes. And, you know, like we'll say something and then I'll think if if he wasn't here, like I would say those to somebody and people would be like, okay. I'd feel like if if something ever happened to Evan, I feel like I would have to take the rest of my life explaining all the things that we thought were so Right. Funny. Someone would be really annoyed. Like I could never do life that close with anyone else because they'd be annoyed because they'd be like, are we ever going to get to me or right? (laughs) I would just be constantly being like, this is the movie that we don't watch on Christmas Eve. This is the joke that we make while we were driving by the, you know, whatever. And I love that. Like I love being a a one man girl for my life, you know, and I get it. Listen, it's fine. I get that there are a lot of people who just haven't had that option and I want to be sensitive to that. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to celebrate what I have going on. I guess. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yes. I love that we're so integrated that even when I'm on vacation at times, if I'm, you know, with women or something, there are inside jokes that come to me and I'm like, I don't have anyone who that can will, I say this to <laughs> will quite understand what I'm saying. I don't know where it came from, but Evan and I have a particular way of talking to each other. It's always... You've said this. Yeah. And it's always just, we, I don't know, we have a few choice words that we say. It's nothing inappropriate or whatever, but it's just our way of like, oh, okay. Like checking yes. in and that's just... Yes. And I feel like that's just a part of who I am to be able to not have that with somebody would be the weirdest. Like I don't even. Such a void. Yeah. Such a void. Yeah. So that's just ours. Just all the inside jokes that we have. So that was one of mine, which I mean, I don't need to give examples was the inside jokes, but I piggy tailing off that is the idea of, for me, just having exposed the very deepest and inner parts of who I am to a safe person, Mm -hmm. like our spouse. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like when I reflect back and I think of different things throughout our life, whether it was, um, you know, working through family, different dynamics that have happened, divorce and whatnot, Mm -hmm. and um, miscarriage, Mm -hmm. Um, loss of family members. You know, like I even think of, um, and it was seriously one of the most difficult, darkest, um, and unexpected and humiliating for me seasons of my life, which was just kind of falling into anxiety mm-hmm. had never happened prior to. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a worrying person. Right. Hit a season where that was very present. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like I said, it being so um, hard for me to come to terms with like my weakness. Yeah. And yet he was such a voice of strength. Mm-hmm. He continued to say, you're fine. I'm here. What do you need? You mm-hmm. know? And, um, and not like... You're fine. Right. Suck no, it, it was like a, it was like, what you're going to be okay. It is. You're and I had okay. to hear that. I mm-hmm. had to hear those words. And he was willing to say it a million times. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally where I'd look over at him, one look, and he could look over and say, hey, you're fine. Yeah. You're going to be okay. Yeah. And when you get that rep- repeated to you from a person you believe and trust and knows you and loves you. And, and wants sees all the yuck. And sees all the yuck mm-hmm. and, and wants what's best for you, you trust them when they say... You're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I I told him, I remember saying at one point in our marriage, like, I really, not to get all like, because I'm sure there are people out there that are like, enough already. But for me, I remember thinking, I feel like our marriage is really good and I can't imagine where it goes from here. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And then something like that happens, not by your choice. Right. And it startles you and it shakes you to your core. And to have your spouse come alongside of you, truly arm in arm with you, Mm -hmm. you see them for who they are and you're like, just when I thought that we were really 
kind of not maxed out, but just to the, just to the best of our marriage, you know, that it could be, you revealed to me an even deeper sense of, um, commitment and loyalty and consistency and security that I needed. And since then, like, I just feel like I can't ever unsee the ways that he stepped up in that way. Yeah. I 100% feel that. And that, that goes to my second one. Well, so at the very beginning of our marriage, you know, we struggled. We were young when we got married. We were high school sweethearts. We, we went through, um, I always said our second year of marriage was hard. Like our first year was like, I don't know, we're playing house. Our second year was like, oh, this is real. Right. You know, right. We're seeing each other's flaws. Yeah. Which that did happen for us too, by the way. Of course (laughs) it happens for everybody. And lest anybody think that it's like storybook, you have to go through really, really, really hard things where you question everything. Yep. And I think what we, what I can look back on and be, be proud of about our marriage is two things. One of them is we both chose to, um, to, do, to just decide the best intentions of each other. Yes. And so it wasn't like, um, it, it, we, we decided that when we were arguing in the heat of the moment, like we were going to choose to believe that your best interest is for us mm-hmm. and not just for mm-hmm. you. And that really has helped us. Cause it's like, oh, I mean, I know you're not trying to be mean. I know you're not trying to be hurtful. I know you want to connect, right. you know, whatever it is. The minute that you kind of cross over the line of believing that someone is actually for you and with you and go into the realm of feeling like it's that they're out there for themselves, it becomes us against each other instead of us for each other. Yeah. I think the other thing too that was really great is we put each other off the hook when it comes to being each other's everything. Oh, yes. Because... I remember like really early on, I was like, hey, um, so let's not do anything for Valentine's Day. We're trying to save money. And to me, that meant I'm going to cook you a full course meal and mm-hmm. your favorite dessert. And mm-hmm. that to him, that meant we're not doing anything for Valentine's Day. Right. And um, and so it, it was, I was like, oh, he doesn't even love me. You know, whatever, right. whatever it was. But it, we got to this point where it was like, listen, you cannot be God for me. Mm-hmm. You cannot fill the depths and the holes in my heart. Yep. You are not that person. Yep. You are not God. You don't know everything about me. Right. And I'm not going to assume the lie about you that you should know me better by now. Right. You know, because that that's that little voice that's like, mm, maybe we're not as connected. Maybe we're not. Right. No, it's not about that. And right. if I am finding fault in you, I need to step back and remember you are a person. Mm-hmm. You're not God. You're not, mm-hmm. you know, you are not supposed to be the one that fills all the little, right. the, the dark the spaces, needs. all the uh-huh. needs. Yeah. Um, that was huge too. Cause it was like, Oh, you're off the hook on that. Buddy. Right. Like right. you're not the one who's supposed to be making me completely happy and joyful. Right. That's, that's not what this is about. And that was huge. Yeah. Yeah. That is huge. Um, so some simple things. I love that. Tyler is willing to drive through the night to get us wherever our destination is. Mm-hmm. Like that's hard. Yeah. And it's it is. tiring. And I mean, I can get exhausted just by like driving a few hours one way and back in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact is, like, our family, when I was young, we would drive to Florida and it was like the highlight. I, I loved it. Like when people are like, we fly, I'm like, I hope we never do. I ah. mean, I enjoy the slow pace from our and the chaos in the van of mm-hmm. like, get your comfy clothes on, put on your slippers, yeah. gas stations at 2 a.m. You yeah. know, like 
those kinds the of things. The adventure of it. Yeah, the mm-hmm. adventure of leading up to the grand arrival. That's so and, new, yeah. And the slow kind of transition back home. I don't want it to be immediate. Yeah. Um, and so all that to say that that those moments were ingrained in me as a kid that I appreciated so much. And so I'm so thankful that for him, that's something that he's about and willing to do as well, which mm-hmm. is, like I said, not easy. You You work all day. The idea of then driving all of us through the night. But I will say at one point, um, we traded spots where I was like driving and he was managing the kids and he was like, you know what? Mm-mm, nope. Pull, <laughs> pull over. Let's just switch back because yeah. neither role is ideal and right. it takes everything to get you there. But anyways, yeah. it's just something that I so appreciate. And he probably appreciates all that you do to take care of the kids and well, make sure they're happy. Well, maybe say it then. If that's something <laughs> you appreciate, it. then just verbalize it. He did when no, he was I'm like, kidding. get out of the driver's seat. As <laughs> yeah, exactly. As He's like, I love you so much. Go, go back, <laughs> go back to doing it. Okay, so my next one for Evan is he never, ever, ever, not even once, I don't think, complains if I tell him I'm having a girl girls' night girl time. Yes. Girls weekend away, whatever. Like literally never. And even has said to me, like before he just broke his foot. So things are a little bit weird. But before that, he knew he was going to have a lot of travel coming up. And he was like, hey, how can we intentionally get you out of the house with some girls, maybe a weekend away or whatever, before this is coming up? And I was seeing your need. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I'm fine. You know, like he was the one that was like, listen, prompted that. Like you need to go do that. And so good. If I I have a, you know, last minute, hey, some of the girls are getting together. He's like, go. Like, it's yeah. not even a, it's not even a go, but what are we having for dinner? It's right. a go. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I don't care. Very supportive. You know? Yes. 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 I love that. And that's huge. Like, I think honestly, he's such a homebody and I'm like, oh, what's, where's the party? That he's probably like, good. You go out. Yeah. You Check get that off the list. Of, yeah. Yes. I'll just be here reading. Well, so. and the reality is then you do appreciate when you come yeah, home. Absolutely. Because you had this husband that was willing to just kind of release you into that definitely not I love willing that. not willing to let you but encourages you to tap into that for yourself more than willing yeah yeah um tyler is the best gift giver oh that's a huge one yeah and the thing is for me and we've talked about this like for me it's not the value of course not um the monetary value and in fact i would go as far to say that i think it's actually more creative when you can come up with things that are more meaningful over the monetary value. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I do, I remember one year we were like, it was out of a season of just having had a lot of um, expenses and those kind of things affiliated with a bunch of different things going on in life. And we were like, let's just scale back. Mm-hmm. And by scale back, I mean like stockings. Okay. And like, that's always a mistake. Because I think we all know that that's not really something that we're really going to do. But, um, and, and so anyways, I had a little bonus. And so I'm like, I'm going to go buy him this cot that he was wanting. I think it's called like a dream cot from REI. Okay. And I'm like, he will think it's so awesome because he will have not expected it. Like what better year? Yeah. But this year. Oh no. What'd he do? So I had my sister pick it up and hold on to it and whatever. And then I wrapped it and I revealed it last minute on Christmas morn. <laughs> Was and it in with, the corner? And with eyes of fury. Eyes of fury. What did he do? No, he did not appreciate that at all. What? Why? Because he's like, listen, I don't often get to just kind of lavish you with surprises and gifts. 
Christmas is one of them. You told me I shouldn't do it. And then you took the upper hand on it. And he's like, and this is one of those areas that I really, really want to be able to like deliver on. Yeah. Don't do that again. Oh, yeah. And and so anyways, I mean, it was fine. He still has the cot and now we use it, you know, whatever. But um, you always just call it that dang cot. The dang cot. Actually, you know what we use it for? It's Uh, really funny. Please go ahead and tell me. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Get the cot out, babe. (laughs) Hey, oh yeah. Tell me what you use it for. (laughs) Well, my kids call it. So we put it in the den Mm -hmm. and when they're sick, we put them in there. The sick cot. They call it the sick cot jackpot. Because they feel like they get spoiled on it. <laughs> they get all kinds of like great things that come to them. So the boys literally are like, well, I don't feel good at all, but at least sit caught jackpot. <laughs> I love little family inside <laughs> jokes. When we were growing up, we had sick bear. So if you didn't feel good, you got sick bear. And then so like, the bear was just like a disease ridden. That's exactly. Nasty. When I was a teenager, I was like, that's the grossest bear. And ever. then your mom gave it to you for graduation. I was like, get it out. <laughs> it's probably like, honey, no, you don't need your inoculations. We're just going to let you sleep with sick bear right. for two days. <laughs> mm, yum. Yum. <laughs> and the good thing is it has strep, strep bugs from last week from and my brother. chicken box from when I was eight. <laughs> No biggie. Thanks. I love sick bear. No. Yeah. So he's a really good gift giver. And I feel like he just, he listens in and he like does things with just great intentionality and they always end up being awesome surprises that I'm like, oh my gosh, I could have never expected that. And it's so fun. That's sweet. Yeah. So Evan makes really good eggs. And this is one of the, he actually hasn't done it for a while. So shout out to Evan wow. and think about this. But so he will make like scrambled eggs. I don't even know how he does it. I've tried to do it myself and I don't understand how he does this. But he makes like scrambled eggs and then he like smooshes them down almost like a tortilla. But like Ooh. a thick tortilla. Like the size uh-huh. of a tortilla, but you know, the bottom of the pan. Mm-hmm. And then somehow he like, he puts like cheese on the outside and it it like kind of is like a cheese crust somehow. What? I don't know how he does it, but it, so you bite into it and it's like, you know, it's, it's more like softer in the middle because of the eggs, but it has the like cheesy flavor and almost like a crunchiness on the outside. And I'm so hungry. So that sounds delicious. So he makes good eggs. He's a good egg maker. Mm -hmm. Um, so I love that Tyler is the game instruction reader. In our home. Yes. So explain this because sometimes that can be like, oh, let's just go. Why do you have to read every little thing? Is that what it is? Yeah. So for me, it's one of those things where I love to play games. Okay. Our kids, we we do Family Friday as many Mm -hmm. times as possible, which oftentimes looks either like a game or a movie and some pizza. Mm -hmm. And um, and so we get we ask for games for Christmas, all those all those things, and we sit down, and then I'm like, because the Papers like seven pages long, and it's yeah. like if you have two to four players, if you have five to seven right. players, yeah, you start off with six, start then off you with four. Get the rook Make sure the that, yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm never mind. I'm, yeah. I've lost motivation. Okay, he will sit it's down and be like, hold on it. one sec, and then he'll read it, and then he'll be like, okay, here's how we need to set it up, and puts it in layman's terms for the rest of us who are like, that is, we just wanted the cliff notes, yeah. That is so. I love that. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And that pretty much sums him up as a whole where he's like, what are the hard things and how can I make them simple? Oh, that is good because you're like, make them simple, then come see me. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So I, I have, 
it cannot, this podcast cannot happen without me at least talking a little bit about the very special relationship between him and our daughter. And, and like, it's the cutest, like she kind of follows him around. They like have all these little cute inside jokes. They're just buddies. Right. They're just, it's just so sweet. And I mean, honestly, I don't know who I'm jealous of. Like, I think a little bit I'm like, what? Like, her relationship with her dad is so special. Which, that's going to be huge. It's huge, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And and Evan, like we were just talking about the other day, walking her down the aisle, he's like, I'm just thinking about it. I start to just cry. And he's not super... Too soon, too soon. Yeah. But like, they just are buddies and giggly and they're both super chill and they just like to laugh and hang out. And I've even said, when our son goes off to college, I'm going to feel like the third wheel. Yeah. (laughs) Like, hilarious. Hey guys, can I join? Is there any way that I could sit in between you. Or- yeah. <laughs> and I, it's just really special. I am so thankful for it, for our daughter to be, to be able to be raised by her daddy in the way that she is. And just to see mm. what that is like mm-hmm. to be with a gentle, but strong, like he's just, yeah, he's the perfect guy to be a, a daddy. Yeah. Daddy, a, a daughter, daddy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's really special to me. Hey, Natalie, let's take a quick break to talk about um, our friend over at Fort Wayne Industrial Revolution. We love Lee. He we really do. does such a great job. He furnishes tables, charcuterie boards, lamps, shelves. He repurposes custom designs, and he accepts custom orders as well. He's got uh, so many different options. Um one of my favorite things that he does is his charcuterie and cleaver boards. Seriously, is there any better thing to get your your lava? <laughs> <laughs> it would be any time of the year, uh, but especially in February. Yeah. I think his charcuterie boards and cleaver boards would be a great Valentine's, just Valentine's edition oh, yeah. or gift for your loved one. Yeah. But he does, like I said, the tables and things that he does too are amazing. Oh, yeah. Pieces that forever will be handed down, like we've said. They're Mm -hmm. timeless, Mm -hmm. they're classy, and they're things that bring up conversation. I just love that he does such a great job with those those items. And really puts a lot of his skill into it and customizes it. You can find Lee um, over at Fort Wayne Industrial Revolution um, on Instagram or on Facebook. And um, let him know that we sent you. Yeah. And we just want to thank them for sponsoring us and supporting All The Things Podcast. Absolutely. Um, I appreciate that whatever I make, he he like every day of every year we've been married, he's like, man, you are such a good cook. Uh-huh. And then he will literally say it to our kids. You guys have no idea how lucky you are to have your mom. Oh, that's, that's a good cook. Good one. But here's the thing. Like I'm, there's no, there's nothing special about anything I'm doing. Okay. Nothing. Like it's the same thing that neighbor Diane or neighbor is doing. Like we're all doing the same thing. We're all cooking the meat and putting the taco seasoning in. Nothing special. Right. But But he swears that it is the best taco. Like no one has anything on your mom's tacos. Aww. I know. That makes me think, I remember the, even just a drink. Like when my mom would make me a drink. Yeah. It just had a better flavor to it. Deli sandwiches are that way for me. Yes. Like when she, when they would like, I say they, when she would make 
a deli sandwich, it would yeah. taste amazing. You'd make it yourself and you're like, it's no, not the same. Yeah. No, and it's got it. to be, it, there has to be something about that selfless mm-hmm. making it for somebody else mm-hmm. that just tastes better. Right. Right. Oh, that did that sweet. And that your husband tastes it too. That's because it's probably true. He probably actually thinks, I don't know. It's because it, it tastes like home to him. That's what yeah. it is. Everything yeah. that he, you make now, it tastes where he's like, like home. You, guys, you have no idea. And then he like brings the kids along and I swear they're like rolling their eyes in their head where they're like, oh, not again, dad, stop. <laughs> but he, Tyler loves his food. And so I have to trust him when he's like, this is the bomb. Well, and all I'm thinking about is we should pray for your daughter-in-laws now who is like, it's not like my mom's. Oh, I know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not. I can't be that person. I want my, I'm serious. Like, I'm like, I want the in-laws to love me so much that I'm like, please don't listen. I will do whatever it takes. Like I will burn a pie so that they feel really good about right. themselves. Whatever it takes. Whatever it I takes. want them yeah. to like me. Yeah. Um, okay. So I 100% love how well read Evan is. Oh yeah. Evan yeah, is yeah. and and not I mean, you know, we're fiction people. Like he this was years ago. We saw that the BBC had like top 100 books that you should read before you die to say that you're well read. Mm-hmm. Breeze through those. Now there's an American version of that. I think there's probably like 500 books all in all between you know, all the different yeah. countries that say, if you consider yourself well-read. So he's just ticking those off and he's almost done. And he, Amazing. he is so, so well-read yeah. when it comes to just all the classics and all the, and listen, like he can tell you more about Jane Austen or Charles Dickens or any of the classics probably than I can. Yeah. And I feel like I, like I've read all of them. Yeah. But he is like, I mean, he's like, well, did you read the Pickwick papers? I'm like, well, no. Of course. I, it's on my list. You I know, but like, tomorrow. yeah, he, he's just so well read. And I, I love that. When does he read? He reads all the time. Okay. He, we don't watch a lot of TV because he would rather be reading, just yeah. sitting and reading. He listens to audiobooks a ton, which yeah. I know some people say that's not reading, yeah. but especially when he's driving, he listens to audiobooks. If he's, um, you know, doing something around the house, oftentimes he has something in his ear and he's just listening and he just, he's just really, really, really well read. He's probably listening to our podcast, I bet. That's probably true. Because <laughs> why not have Aaron in both ears? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so Tyler is a routine guy. Mm-hmm. He, um, which is great because I'm not, I'm very sporadic. Mm-hmm. Every day looks different. Um, but part of that routine has been that over, for over a year or more, he has committed himself to rinsing and loading whatever dishes are in the sink mm. and then having coffee ready to brew in the morning. Mm-hmm. Do you know how nice both of those are? Like to the point where like if he's sick or if by chance he forgot or is out of town, I'm like losing my mind. Yeah. Um, and part of it is because I do and I do like to cook. Um, what's the worst like motivator when you're getting ready to cook is the fact that you know that at the end of cooking. Then you have to do all, you the, have dishes all the dishes too. Yeah. And so he was like, done, I'll do them. And so I like to cook because I'm like. It's so great because I know he'll rinse them in. And then also when you wake up in the morning and coffee is made and you get to smell, oh my goodness. That's a good one. It's a gift Mm -hmm. for sure. So I appreciate so much that he does that every single day. No problem. You know, gets it done. Yeah. Okay. So listen, I'm not trying to make anybody upset. 
oh, with this situation. No. Oh, no. But I don't know. Somewhere along the way, this is what started happening. And I tried. we tried not to talk about it too much just in case it was a dream that I was living in. And it's been a little bit different, like I said, because he has a broken foot right now. But there for a good solid, good solid years and years and years, mm-hmm. Evan has completely taken over laundry. 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 <laughs> Is that not awesome? <laughs> I still like, I don't know how this happened. I don't know, like, are you mad at me right now? I'm not talking. Laundry. He has done laundry. And honestly, like, I think for him, it's like, yeah, he, like I said, he puts his earbuds in and he'll just like fold and whatever. And it's, yeah. So I will say that there have been times that I'm so behind that I think Tyler, it's, it's a desperation. No, 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 no. It's desperation. Like, and it's not like I'm going to do it for the rest of my life, but he'll be like, listen, we have no choice. So I'm just going to do a mountain of laundry right. this weekend yeah. and we're just going to punch it out yeah. to get caught back up. Yeah. Sometimes I need the reset button. I know. I get it. A reset <laughs> button is good. And listen, like there are things that I have had to let go. Like, oh, I would have hung those up right away and stuff. You know, right. things like that. But like, listen, I am not going to complain about that because he, that is such a blessing to me. That's awesome. Um, so Tyler has kind of a few roles around the house. I love so much that I appreciate um, is making fires in the middle of the winter. Mm. So mm-hmm. we're like, ooh, it's a cold day. We have no plans. Fire. And so he's like on it. So he goes and he brings in the wood and he gets the whole thing going. And it's like amazing. Um, So one of the things that I appreciate about him is when we go out, sometimes I will love the idea of getting a cocktail, but I'm also not okay with spending $12. Mm-hmm. So he has brought it upon himself that on occasion he will make me like a cocktail that he's looked into and like created. So he knows like I like that's a great orange one. and cranberry yeah. and lime and yeah. different things. And he'll be like, hey, I brought you this I, stuff. I, I bought this stuff and I'm going to make you a cocktail tonight. Oh, that's a good and one. And it's fun. It makes it feel super special. Yeah. It makes it feel like he's like... You know, like I have a picture of him shaking it up in the little. I'm like, whoa, an ascot sweater. I'm like, ooh, you look good shaking that cocktail. Yeah. So, anyways, that's fun because, again, who doesn't like to have a little special drink? Right. But again, I also don't like to spend that kind of money on that, and so it's nice that we can come home and he can be like, I'm gonna make you something special. Yeah, and then you're home and you don't have to worry about the totally. driving and all of that. Totally. Stuff. So Evan is like weirdly, crazily humble in a way that is almost frustrating. And Ugh. what I mean by that is um, I think he second guesses himself a lot. But I'm just going to be able to say this because he's my husband and it's not him and I'm bragging about him. So he yeah. was he was a really good athlete in high school. And he is just – he's really good at things like that. But he never – so the, the thing about it is not necessarily the humbleness. It's that he never feels the need to have to prove himself to you. Uh, yeah. And and it's like nobody would know. You know, I remember like a couple of years ago, somebody was like, hey, here's this newspaper article about how you still hold records at your, at your high school yeah. for sporting events. And he's like, yep. I'll just tell you right now, if I was as good as him in any sport, everybody would know. Yeah. 
Like it, it would, would just, have already, it would have already been on the podcast. In fact, you're using this now to just talk about your husband. Yes, I love that about him. He never has to prove himself. I feel like I'm constantly trying to prove myself. Yeah, it's just I'm like, well, speak up. Tell him right. how good jar. Right, like, it's good. I'm, I'm fine. No, I don't I'm need to. Confident. Yeah. Um, I love that Tyler's willing to sit down or go to the movies and watch a chick flick with me. Mm, good one. Yes. I actually like, have that one too. I feel like that's really hard for men to do. Yeah. He doesn't think twice about it. He's like, done. That's great. Like, let's sit down and do it. Not because he's truly into chick flicks, but because he's like, if that's what you want to do. And then inevitably he's like, that was a, that was a good movie. Oh, that was cute. That was a- I love love. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does. I love love. I love it. Oh, that's a good one. I feel like we're like that too, except for Evan. I was going to say specifically like musical theater. Oh, yeah. Or just theater in general. Like yes. Evan is down to go watch some yeah. Wicked or some Les right. Mis or whatever. Like he is like yeah. all about yeah. it. And I love that. Yeah. That it's not like, come on, I don't want to drag you. Or right. like people, they say, well, my husband's probably going to fall asleep during this. I'm like, it's Les Mis. How yeah. can they fall asleep? You right. know, but it's Like basically it's you can sum up my marriage by our anniversary trip, with, which consisted of us going and watching Hamilton yeah. and then having tacos at 1 a.m. <laughs> Perfect. That pretty much sums up love it. our relationship. Yeah. Um, one of the things I love about him too is that he is a hard no. Like, he is a, like, no. But then eventual, all in, yes. So, hey, babe, I really want to get a dog. Yeah, no, that's not happening. But here's the thing. It's been years. Like, we've been talking about it for a long time. Like, I really feel like it's it's time. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm, no. Okay. Call the breeder. Yeah, we're not we're not going to be able to do this. Next day, kids are watching a show. Literally around Christmas time, watching a show, and it's it shows a video of kids sitting around and a dad presenting a dog to them and how happy they are. And he's <laughs> like, hey, come here real quick. We go in the bedroom. I mean, is it? do they still have the dog or no? Yes, they do. Call him. Maybe we should go see him. What? Well, I just see how happy those kids are in that, in that video, and I don't want to be the dad that says no. Okay. Then it was all in. He of stopped course. by on his own to visit the dog multiple times. And now like Mac is like his boy. <laughs> it's like done. He loves it. But that's how it goes with everything. Like I remember um, even back in um, college, he would stay at our house, you know, obviously. Separate rooms. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, but he would stay at our house, you know, on the weekends and whatnot. And at one point I was like, don't don't go back to school tonight. Like, just wait till tomorrow. You know, he'd have like a nine o'clock class and mm-hmm. it's an hour and a half away. Just just leave tomorrow morning instead and just hang out. No, I cannot. I need to leave tonight. I need to get back to my dorm. No, I'm not saying the night. I can't. Please. No. I'm t- Natalie, the answer is no, I'm not. I'm not going to. Well... I would then just go over to my radio and play a little We've Got Tonight by Bob Seeker. <laughs> and within a matter of seconds, he was like, fine, 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 fine. You're his weakness is what you're saying. Like, I think it's just, I can't tell if it's my persistence. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be My that. persuasiveness or just me. <laughs> but nonetheless, oftentimes he'll be a hard no. I mean, this even happened this summer when we were like, uh, I'm going to go to the UP with Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I can't. I'm going to stay home. Hard no. Right. Within a month or two. I mean, it sounds so fun though. Yeah. 
<laughs> do you want to go? I think I think so. Do you think we can make it work? All in. Now, work. Then he, by the end of the time, he's like, well, where do we book for next year? Oh, yeah. I'm booking for next year mm-hmm. already. He is a And has set. said to me like four or five times. I love I'm it. I'm so glad we yep. came. Seriously, yeah. he's a hard sell. He's a hard no and he's a hard sell. But once you get him to cross, <laughs> done. It is a done, I done. Love it. Yeah. So Evan, a- another thing that I love about him is he does not. He does not feel super comfortable around animals, but our dog Oakley doesn't know that. And and Evan would be <laughs> of fine. Course he, of course, he doesn't know. And that. Evan would be fine if we never had an animal. Oakley thinks and is one hundred percent convinced that they are best mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. And Oakley almost all the time is on Evan's lap making sure that Evan's okay, making sure that Evan gets his doggy time. Yeah. And it's hilarious how much Evan tolerates him. And even will like randomly say, I was petting his head the other day. And remember how babies like do that thing with their eyes? He was totally doing that. It was pretty <laughs> cute. And I was like, but you don't like dogs. Right. You know? Right. And you gotta oh, stick with that. Uh-huh. Along those same lines, all dogs and all little kids go to heaven. <laughs> no. Yes, of course. Oh my gosh, when I said all little kids, oh dear. All dogs and all little kids flock to Evan. They flock oh. to him. They just, I think it's just his unassumingness or whatever. He they always just, has a smiley face. Yeah. Like he's he's going like, to be one of those old men yeah. that everyone's like, they just, just like him. the random kid goes and sits by him on a couch. Yes. He, that is, it, he just, he, he's not a try hard at all. Yep, yep. He just is like, hey, this is me. And I think kids... And dogs and animals, they pick up on like, this one's a good one. Yep. And they just flock to him. And I love, I it. love it. And he's always like, yay, more dogs. But I'm like, they love you and they know that you're a good guy. So I love that about him. I love that Tyler can be both um, like in comfy, like I love when he's in just comfy pants mm-hmm. and like a t-shirt mm-hmm. around the house. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite style. Mm-hmm. But also that we can go out to eat and he will like shave, put on, you know, smell good stuff, cologne, Mm -hmm. do his hair and look ultra fine. Like Mm -hmm. I love that he wears both those roles Mm -hmm. so well Mm -hmm. and I love them equally. Mm -hmm. I'm like comfy Tyler or dress up Tyler, give them to me both. Yeah. I love them. Oh, that's sweet. Okay. So I just want to talk about... This is one of those things... I'm sitting, I'm sitting waiting. Go. This is one of those things where I think Evan gets a little bit of a bad rap about not a bad rap he's just an interesting guy he eats salads in the weirdest way he doesn't do any dressings on any of his salads uh, what? and sometimes he'll even add in like a jelly bean to his bite of <laughs> like there's a mm. restaurant in town that has jelly beans on the salad bar and he'll put jelly beans on and he will happily eat his jelly bean with his romaine romaine and mm. well it's actually spinach, spinach. for him i was spinach just gonna say spinach yeah. and um you know like sesame seeds and pepperoni sunflower slice seeds. yeah you know sure. sunflower seeds whatever yeah. that's what he does anyway but what's the best about this is he's gotten to the point he asked for a caesar salad but with no caesar huh you know that kind of thing he's gotten to the point where he can read the waiter and he can see if they just can't handle it or not and so he's gotten to the point where if he sees that they can't handle it, he will say, can you just bring me some lemon slices on the side? He doesn't care about the lemon, but he knows that that helps the waiter feel better about the situation. Do you know I, what I'm saying? He's sensitive to he's the waiter. He's sensitive to the waiter's like, Needs. Made major confusion. Like, right. what do you mean? They can't do you just handle. want it on the side? Right. Nope. No, I don't want any dressing. And then they're like, really? 
<laughs> like he, you know, he senses that they need to have something like wet on right. the salads. So he's like, bring me ask. some, bring me some lemons. Does it, and it's, he finds a compromise that like, okay, I'll just compromise on it. Can I get a lemon wedge? And then they breathe. And yes. then he's like, I've done my job for today. Yes, that is. So he'll put lemon on his salad to appease the poor waiter. What would even be funnier is if he pretended to squeeze the lemon. <laughs> <laughs> like the waitress looks over just a glance and he's like, still pretending Winky to like. Winky face. <laughs> <laughs> squeeze, squeeze. <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, I love that Tyler is a total fun dad. Like yeah. when I am gone, I just don't even ask questions about what they ate. <laughs> Cause oftentimes like I'll come home from just, you know, a day or two uh-huh. of being gone. And somehow our kids have then experienced every single little Debbie treat right? <laughs> that there is known to man as well as watched every like show or movie that probably isn't ready to be watched yet. Sure. Like, you know, Sandlot, which all of us look back and we're like, we watched that. Right. But back to the future. We watched the TV special. Back to the future. Mm -hmm. Like where Tyler's like, well, you know, we watched this when we were kids and I totally get it. I would have said thumbs up to that. Do it. Right. But the next thing you know, I hear one of my, you know, kids, I think he was like five. (laughs) I'm trying to do the math in my head. Okay. So... Yeah, he would have been four, four years old. And this was at our last house. It was after I'd been gone. It was obvious that they had watched something because one of my kids went downstairs. The other went downstairs to the basement. The other one came up without like kind of waiting for the other one. Mm -hmm. And the one was like, I heard him say, what the hell? Why would you leave me down here? (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay. Um, Tyler, what did you guys do this weekend? He's like, uh, yeah, Back to the Future has a lot of cosmos. <laughs> yeah. I do think dads do a really good job of like pressing the envelope of totally what is appropriate but if, or not. If not them, who? Uh, exactly. So his mom's own it, like, no. Own it well, babes. Yeah. Own it well. Good job. Um, I think, and I, this is going to sound weird, but I remember I actually prayed that this would happen. And I think I always have felt this way, Uh but I am like addicted to the way Evan smells. And I talked about this and not like the cologne smell. No, like just his body smell. And I, I feel like that, like there is, there has never been a time, maybe once there has never been a time where I've thought, Oh, I don't think he smells good. Like literally (laughs) he can come up from running on the treadmill and I'm like, your sweat smells good. I just, I really like the mm-hmm. way he smells. It smells like home to me. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, Yum. that has I love, a- I love that home smells like sweat. <laughs> like, hey, what, what kind of candle is, is this? It's like good, cozy home. It's like Evan's sweat smell. Mm, sweat. Like it's just, I just really, and I remember feeling like I just want to be attracted to the way my yeah. husband smells. I know that sounds weird, but no, like, it's not. totally do. I love the way he smells. And even like, like I said, right after sweating it up somewhere. I'm like, I'll, I'll hug you. Dry yourself off a little bit, but then I'll hug you. Yeah. It's like off of Christmas vacation. <laughs> Shower first. <laughs> Shower first. But, but never because of the way he smells, just right. because of like the sweckiness. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Uh-huh. Okay. Hmm. Um, so Tyler has played, uh, has had jobs both working with youth and with adults. Mm-hmm. And um, while he has 
kind of morphed more into the adulthood, you know, more intellect and the deeper conversations of such. Um, he continues to dip his toes into the world of youth. Okay. And I love when that happens. Like, I love it. Like he'll out of nowhere, like where we'll go up through a drive through and then he'll like drive past the window of the drive through and honk and wave and then just continue to do it. Like go around, meet me, wave at them. And then round and round we go over and over again. What? Just for random fun. Beep, beep. Hey. <laughs> and the person like kind of waves and then we just keep doing it over and over again. <laughs> And he does random things like that where, like, out of nowhere where he's, like, turns into a kid. Goofball youth kid yeah. person. And it's so fun. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great one. And Which makes me think, like, he has to kind of hold it together as a dad and professional. Right. But it makes me think one of these days when he's a grandpa and retired. Oh, they're going to be the best grandpa. <laughs> he's going to let loose mm-hmm. and be just the person who's, like. Hey, I got something for you. <laughs> and like has some goofy something or the other or is like, hey, how fun would it be to do, you know, like yeah, some random crazy, idea weird, that's yeah. like, it's just off the cuff and super random and mm-hmm. super hilarious. Yes, that's good. That's a good one. Um, So one of the things about Evan is he never, ever raises his voice. Ever. And like, I don't understand that life because I'm like, <laughs> oh, you can't hear me? Oh, I'll turn it up. And, like, he just doesn't. Like, one time, one time, I remember this very specifically. And I love you, Evan, and I'm so sorry that this is kind of making fun of you. But (laughs) I was, like, saying something, and he tried to yell. And it was, like, it hurt his voice. Mm. (laughs) Like, (laughs) he just is. Yeah, he's, he's very quietly... I mean, he's he's super talkative, you know. I there are times where he will just talk and talk and mm-hmm. talk because we need to talk through mm-hmm. things, whatever. But he does not raise his voice. Yeah, and when he does, it's just. But it's it's not because. So like for me, I don't see that ever as a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. I see that as such a sign of strength and yeah. something I wish that I was better at. Right. I came from a family of yellers. Like, yeah. why go up to somebody and say something when you can just yell across the house? Right. Get down here! Right. right. You know? Right. And so that's that's the way that I was raised. And he, he I, I don't even know. I don't think that they were a family of yellers. But I think in general, he just does not feel the need to raise his voice. Yeah. And I love that about him. I wish I was better at that. Yeah, same. Maybe he can teach me. How <laughs> just, to, he's huh? like, just shut up. That's how it works. <laughs> Hush it. Hush your mouth. I'm like, well, that's too hard. Never yeah, mind. Just, Get over here. Can't be all or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I remember at a bridal shower that I had before I got married, um, one of my bridesmaids had done like a questionnaire and had asked Tyler questions, and then I had to guess what his answer was. Mm-hmm. And I literally answered. So there was a question that came through and said, "What character does Tyler feel like he's most like? Like cartoon character or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or or like a a person on a show. Okay. And so they listed him. And upon me, like finding out his answer, I kid you not, like I was like in my stomach where I was like. This is gonna work. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I had known him for years. We sure. hung out, it was good. best it was friends. All good. Uh-huh. And on this one question that I can still recall, mm-hmm. nothing else. I don't recall anything else, but I recall this question. 
um, that she was said, you know, so what character do you think he's most like? And I think the option was um, Ray Romano. Okay. And um, from Everybody Loves Raymond. And mm-hmm. that was a no, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, there was something else. And then I heard her say King of the Hill. And that was his choice. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, wait, isn't that that one like yucky, gross, like guy with a tank top cartoon thing on TBS? <laughs> That's always got a beer in his hand. And- yeah. And I'm like, are yeah. we kidding? Like, did he really answer that? Yeah. And she's, yeah. And then I realized I heard King of the Hill, but really what he said and what she said was King of Queens. Oh, and that I can live with because oh, Doug Heffernan yeah. does feel like a decent fit for our family. But in the moment, mm-hmm. I was seriously having um, a crisis, an yeah. internal crisis of like, who am I marrying? Right. Who thinks and describes himself as whatever person his name is off of King of the Hill. I thought I am, I just don't know. I yeah. just don't know yeah. if this profile is going to be able to be something I can marry into. Yeah. But then Doug Heffernan, done. Yeah. I love that. And I think I think that just brings up a really good point. If there was something I wish that I could say to like the younger ones maybe listening is I think it's perfect that you went through this real moment of like, oh my gosh, what am I getting into? <laughs> because I did too. Right. Like I was like, you need to go away for a <laughs> weekend. And he came back and he had gone shopping all by himself. And I was like, I do like you. <laughs> but, and that was after we were engaged. Same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think there has to come a moment in, um, for us, it was in our engagement time. And it sounds like it was for you. There has to come a moment where you don't marry somebody just because you love them so much. Right. You, it's almost like you, all those love feelings are wonderful, but you make a conscious, almost like feeling set aside decision. Yes. This is the right person to marry in terms of like, no, like he, you know, I thought about Evan and I thought about his character and I thought about his, um, work, Mm -hmm. um, ethic. And Mm -hmm. I thought about his kindness and how he loves people and how, yeah. And how, like, how can little kids and dogs all be wrong? You know, like, like I remember looking at him like literally factually and going like, no, this is kind of guy I want to be like hooked right. up with all my life. Right. And you, you know? want to have attraction and that's often what draws us in the first place. For but sure. then you set that aside because feelings are fickle and things change mm-hmm. and even our mannerisms and our, you know, face. And life is and, hard. And life we're is gonna, hard. We're going to face a lot things of challenges. Things are going to change. A lot um, of things we our, don't agree on. Absolutely. Yeah. Our appearance and things like that will change. But when you spend time with someone where you get to see their heart revealed and it draw that's attractive to you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't change. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like you said, you look at them for who they are behind the scenes mm-hmm. and behind closed doors mm-hmm. and how they respond to different things. And you think, yeah, I want that person to to be a part of what we have, what I have and what I want to be a part of for the future. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's what I would say to our listeners is I hope that this wasn't like, oh, I, we love our buds. Oh, totally. For sure. Brag but, session for sure. But, but there's more to it here where, you know marriage is hard, stinking work. And I can tell you, you know, we can go back and look at seasons in our, in our life, in our marriage that I have had to choose. Mm -hmm. I'm going to choose to stay Mm -hmm. here. I'm going to choose to love you. I'm going to choose. And I am positive. He has to, I know he has. And so, you know, 
sometimes that's not an option. I 100% get that. You know, I'm not, not in any way talking about anybody who has any kind of issues with right. abuse right. at all. Absolutely. Like that no. is, we're not even going down that right. path. Right. But, you know, I just, I guess I just feel like if there was a way that I could just encourage a younger generation below us, like just remember there are going to be hard times mm-hmm. and you're going to change and you're going to whatever, but just to continue to choose yes, to love each other in the way that you feel like God can love them. Like yeah. I, I, I know that there was a moment where God said to me, like you have the, you have the, you, you really, because you are Evan's spouse, you are the one person in his life that can really truly show him unconditional love, mm-hmm. to love him in the way that I love him. In the most messy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like, wow, what a, what an opportunity for me. Right. What a blessing for me. What a me. calling. Like, yeah. we have a purpose that when we wake up, like, it, yes, we want to love our kids well, but eventually they will leave the house. Mm-hmm. Or we think they might. <laughs> um, but like you said, like, we have in this life a person who has decided to say, you're mine and mm-hmm. I'm yours. Mm-hmm. And, like, nurture that well. Yeah. Commit to that well. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there's all these outliers that can come into play. Absolutely. But within the most you know, traditional sense of the relationship, just give it all you've got mm-hmm. and know that going into it and don't, don't, um, be flippant about that relationship. Right. Like what a gift. And when you see there's something that's so special and such a gift, kind of like the Loretta commercial. Yeah. When you see things like that and you watch that and you're drawn to tears because you just know how special it is for people to have done life alongside of each other for 60 70 years. Yeah. How cool. And all the things that they brought through. Mm -hmm. And there's something really cool too, like Tyler and I've talked about, about dreaming about the next generation, how we get to be a platform or foundation for Mm -hmm. who our kids raise and so on and so forth. A legacy that just continues. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we could go on and on, but I think the biggest thing is we love our sweet husbands. We really do. And love your spouse well. Mm-hmm. And give them everything you've got. Mm-hmm. We got one life to live. What an opportunity Absolutely. we have here. Including forgiveness and grace. Absolutely. <laughs> Those are the best gifts. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, thanks everyone for chiming in with us. And hopefully we <laughs> won't have this long of a break the next time. We have decided that we need to start giving some shout outs to our listeners. We totally do. And those are worth listening to. Yep. We've had some great people leave five-star reviews, which is so great. And mm-hmm. guys, if you like what you're hearing, please, it makes such a difference. It does. It gives us publicity. That. It moves us to more promotional uh, options and mm-hmm. opportunities. So that's awesome. Even when you type in in all the things on iTunes will pop up easier and quicker yes. for other listeners if you give us five-star reviews. So yes. if you like what you're hearing, it makes such a difference and we're so thankful. Yes. I feel like it's like Little Miss commercial time, but it really is. You know, that's what you have to do. No, in, absolutely. In the world and we of are going to start doing that. And so we're super excited about the shout outs that are yes. about to come your way. So start commenting, mm-hmm. start leaving some reviews. We can't start tagging us. Yeah. We can't wait for that. Absolutely. We can't wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you think of it, leave a little tribute or shout out to your spouse and the one that you love and some things that you love about them. And that we will, we'll, we'll broadcast them all over the airwaves. All over it. All over the All airwaves. over the ways. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for listening to the All The Things Podcast with Natalie and Aaron. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at podcast underscore all the things.